Welcome back to First Gen's Table Talks with Leslie Mendez. As you know, March is an important month for many because we celebrate and honor women. We celebrate Women's History Month and it's a celebration of women's contribution to history, culture, and society and has been observed annually since 1987. It started as Women's Day, which was celebrated on February 28, 1909 by a group of Manhattan socialists and suffragists in honor of the one-year anniversary of the garment strike led by the International Ladies Garment Workers Union. Today, we have a special guest, Natasha, and we'll be talking about what it's like to be a girl. Hashtag like a girl. So if you can please introduce yourself. Sure. My name is Natasha Golden, and I am from Russellville, Arkansas. I currently work as the graduate assistant for student transition in the campus life department. All right, and so for the quote that I have for today is, women should be celebrated every day, but a month dedicated to female empowerment is extremely special. It doesn't just honor the iconic women who have changed history, but encourages new generations to dream big and know what and know that anything is possible. Molly McCook. And so the first question that I have are, what are some current events that will be happening this week? Sure. So there was actually a jam-packed schedule for this entire week. So on Monday, there was an event called Walk a Mile in Her Shoes, along with the Red Flag Campaign and the Clothesline Project. So that was really cool. We had a bunch of students come out to the bell tower, and they hung T-shirts that survivors had made from the library to the bell tower, as well as we saw all of the red flags that were put in the ground around the bell tower to um, represent the amount of women that have suffered violence. And then the walk a mile in her shoes, we had a bunch of people come out, wore red stilettos, and they were (laughs) walking a mile in her shoes. So that was really great to see. On Tuesday, there was a pregnancy prevention and contraceptive workshop, as well as a self-defense workshop. So that was really great to learn some of those skills. Wednesday, there was Women's Wellness Day along with an art exhibit gallery open house and CBC had a ladies night. And then today there was a breast health tabling event that had happened this morning. And then tonight there will actually be a movie night. They're gonna be playing Legally Blonde, so classic. And on Friday, we are closing it all out at the Women in the Workplace Luncheon. So a lot of fun events that we've had this week and then some to look forward to. All right. So who inspires you? Oh, I would say somebody in my personal life that inspires me tremendously is my great-grandmother. Um, she is almost 98 years old. <laughs> She's going to be turning 98 um, actually later this month. And she has always been a huge inspiration for me. Um, she was born in Ukraine. And so she moved here and did not speak the language. So I've gotten to see how her coming to the United States and then building a life for her family who ended up being my grandmother and then my mother, um, it really showed how she raised such a strong generation of women. Wow, that's amazing. I'm glad you have been able to meet your great-grandmother. Oh, because yes. not many are able to say, yeah, I met my great-grandmother because I know I have Oh, it. yeah, <laughs> it's so special. And, like, she still teaches me so much. She speaks... Um, broken English and I say that because she understands most phrases but she communicates with her daughter in fluent 
Ukraine, um, we're Ukrainian, and so my grandmother is the one that is like almost a translator. Um, but she, so she says these short little phrases, but they're so memorable, <laughs> and it's so great because when she gets it, she gets it. Um, but yeah, she's always been somebody I've looked up to from a young age, and she's always been in my life, which has been so amazing. That's good. I'm glad you're able to share that experience and tell others that you are able to have that moment with your great-grandmother. All right, so what do you think is a pro and a con in your field of study as a woman? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, So my academic background is in journalism, and so I would say it's very interesting because from my experience, whenever I work in journalism in a professional manner, it's predominantly dominated by men, and that is when they have male anchors, reporters, um, writers, it's male-dominated field. Um, even though a lot of the professors that I've worked with are women, and I have learned so much from them when I actually look in the field and see who's actively working as a journalist, most of them are men, which is totally fine, but just an obstacle that I know going into the field that I will have to overcome because they'll have different perspectives on certain things and also women are paying attention to women's issues and how to cover those in the correct manner because we're the ones that are having to go through that. So Mm -hmm. definitely just something to consider going into that field. Um, A huge plus though is kind of touching upon those different perspectives because by having women involved when you're looking at news, what's timely, um, how laws are affecting us and covering that to the fullest extent, um, super duper important, especially right now in this climate when there's a lot of discussion about women's rights. So having a female perspective whenever we are writing about it in the news, I think is super important. So that's something I'm looking forward to as this next generation of journalists come in, um, that we're having more women in the newsroom and that we're able to see their perspective come through as well. Mm-hmm. And now that you mentioned journalism, me and my friends would, I don't know why, I don't know how the conversation started up, but I was like, have you noticed like within Um, You know, I'm a Latina. So I was like, in our Latino community, we see that I feel like women are sexualized a lot when it comes to journalism and broadcasting. And it's like, oh, it's this skinny, modelist um latina woman and it's and i'm just like why do people perceive us as that like we're just more than that and there's like so many different types of women like why does it have to be this type of person so and that's like one of the my second question which is what do you think is the current event or problem that is affecting women and that's just like one of the things when it comes to your study of field which is journalism and that i see and it's just like why though (laughs) like it's a lot (laughs) yes for sure but like I totally see what you mean about women being sexual sexualized in the media um even just I feel like something that I see every year like without fail is about like the Super Bowl performance Mm. somehow whenever there is a woman who is the performer Mm -hmm. it always somehow gets turned into oh this is how the show is like not for kids and like they just make it blow it out of proportion where whenever men are performing at the Super Bowl. That's never brought into the conversation, whether they're fully clothed, whether they are, you can see some skin, like not really a part of the discussion, but whenever a woman's a performer, very different story. And they're mm-hmm. almost looking for reasons yes. to call it inappropriate, which is really interesting to me. Um, and that's in the music industry specifically, but I, you see it time and time again, like reporters um, on TV, men are in full suits, and then you see the women in the 
very nice preppy mm-hmm. dresses and their hairs all done, makeup all done. So it's uh, it's really interesting because even subtle things like that, you may just look at it on surface level. But if you really kind of take it the next step, you're realizing that they're being held to a different standard than men yeah. are in the same industry. Yeah. So really interesting. Yeah. So what do you think is um, current problem that is affecting women? There's only so many. One. Yeah, I was like, there only is one. a lot. <laughs> oh, you know, I think there's a lot politically right now mm-hmm. that is definitely directly affecting women and also people in the LGBTQ plus community um, and people who identify as a woman. So that I feel like is definitely something that's very, very recent that we've seen a lot of bills being pushed through that are focusing on women's issues so that's definitely something to look out for and I think just the biggest part of that is being educated um educating ourselves making sure that we're making informed choices whenever we Mm do um vote on our candidates things of that nature um and making sure that we're using our voices as much as we can um regardless of what your stance is but if these women's if these issues are affecting you then you should have the right to know what exactly you're going to mm-hmm. how it's going to be affecting you most definitely and i just don't think sometimes i think that sometimes people don't realize how much women go through because we do and i and sometimes like what like really pisses me off is when men say things about women like if women don't exist in their family like you know you so were birthed by a woman yes yes so why do you have the need to say and talk bad upon women when you wouldn't be here without them exactly 100 percent man yeah it's frustrating because i feel like on it's again those differing perspectives and Mm -hmm. like if something doesn't affect you you don't pay attention to it and so you're almost oblivious to some of the things that women go Mm -hmm. through if you're not a woman um and that's why i think it's so important that people should go the extra mile and educate themselves but also just be aware and be kind and be considerate of other people and what they're going through because Mm -hmm. I mean I don't know we go through it day to day (laughs) on a day-to-day basis so um, I think having that level of understanding yeah is so essential because otherwise it just comes off as very tone deaf yeah I definitely agree well if you're listening just be more respectful and be more open-minded to your surroundings yeah Okay, so what change would you like to see for women in the future? I think we're already headed in the right direction, but one thing for me that really stands out is women supporting women and building each other up. Because I feel like, especially in pop culture, or again, like touching upon the media, people love to see women fighting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now there's like the Hailey Bieber, Selena Gomez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's very timely, but it's just another example of how people try to pin women against each other Mm -hmm. um, when in actuality they should be allies and they should be building each other up. And so I think on this level that I'm at working at a university, I see it every day. I see it with the students I work with, women building each other up. I'm just hoping that that starts translating into day-to-day interactions and then also, of course, men coming into the conversation, building women up and not talking down to Mm -hmm. women. That's huge. Mm -hmm. Um, Taking into consideration that their viewpoint isn't the only one. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say that I really, moving forward, I would like to start seeing that on a larger scale, building people up. Do you think, are there any sort of, like, women support groups here on campus? 
that you know of? I know we have Spectrum, and we also have Women in STEM. I know, we, yes, which is yeah, have really active STEM. organizations. So, um, if you fall, and I know for sure that if you're not a student who's in a STEM-related major, you're still more than welcome to um, attend their meetings. So that's a really good group that I've been able to interact with as well. Um, so I know they're active on campus as well as Spectrum. Um, so they provide support as well. And we do have a. Latina organization is not just exclusively yes. for Latinas. It's called La Mariposa Experience, which is just building up on like wanting to have a Latina sorority on campus. So that's in the works. But it's just we have a lot. We do have some. Yeah. People just have to find out. And I just feel like sometimes students are not aware of mm-hmm. it. But, you know, nothing hurts without asking. Yeah, so. for sure. There are organizations on campus, guys. So if y'all want to list, <laughs> y'all want to join, just let us know. Shoot us a DM. <laughs> um, so, okay, so this question: What advantage do you have as a white woman that you think you knew that you think or know you have compared to women of color? For sure, um, and that's something that I've really dived deeper into being in higher ed, um, and I've become aware of so many of my privileges um because while I am a woman and that in and of itself is like a whole nother conversation Mm -hmm. but also I'm a white woman so Mm -hmm. there with that comes a list of privileges that I have um over women of color and also uh, that people who identify as a woman so that is something unconscious biases that come into that and then also just opportunities that may come along um that other people are not offered so that's something that I, when I became aware of it, was so eye-opening for me because it's something that if you don't consciously think about it and intentionally think about it, um, you can just blow right past what is actually happening right in front of you. So that's been something that I've tried to be more conscious about moving forward, especially now that I'm looking, um, going, entering the job field and like how that's affecting my job search and all of that good stuff. So it definitely is something that people should pay attention to and again educating yourself like I'm still learning so so much um but making that effort to continue that education um, I think is really important for everybody Mm -hmm. for everybody Mm -hmm. yeah not just single not just one race you know because people there's a lot going on you know and they're just very sensitive topics for some people and yeah, like you said, it's just getting educated is the right way to do any to do anything. You know, you don't harm yourself or another person without just by educating yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, we all have the privilege to do. Like all you do is take out your phone, you can literally right. read a book, an article, something, and be like, How is this affecting so and so? How's this affecting me? And yeah. Great. <laughs> so lastly, um, what is a piece of advice you give to women in your field and to other women in general? That's a great question. <laughs> I would say to always push and believe in yourself because if you don't have your own back, then nobody else will. So I think it's really important and we can get down on ourselves sometimes but at the end of the day to have that trust in yourself that you know you can achieve what you put your mind to 
is so important because even looking at if no even if nobody's telling you oh you can't do this if you're looking to enter an industry that's male dominated already there's that unconscious realization of oh this is going to be a challenge this is going to be something that I have to work harder towards so I think having that internal strength to believe in yourself and be the one to push yourself is so important because somebody's not always going to be there to do that for you so just building that confidence because that's going to be what helps you propel to do big big things wow that was really good <laughs> that's <Thanks>. real <laughs> i tried so i just want to thank you um to come on this episode and you know just sharing your experiences of what it's like to be a woman in your field and just talking about like what are the issues that are currently affecting us and how people need to go about certain things and you know I think the big takeaway of this was just get educated you know and just realize that women do a lot yes a lot we contribute a lot Mm -hmm. to society and to ourselves don't ever forget it yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you already know please make sure to check out our social media platforms we're on instagram and facebook on instagram we're atu first gen and on facebook we're arkansas tech university first gen student on experience on campus we're located in dog brian 22 see you on our next episode